0: Philippians 4.6, have no anxiety at all, but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, make your requests known to God. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. Today's November 22nd, and I'm your host, Pamela Staten. I'd like to dedicate today's podcast to Jason. What an amazing conversation we had last night. God really knows exactly who to use to get his message across to you. Just remember, every phone call that is given to you, every person that you bump into quote unquote randomly is from God he is with us he watches us he loves us he guides us he really got a good message through to me by way of Jason and I thank them both Amen let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. I look to you, O Lord, whenever I feel the need. I know that you encourage me to help me sow life's seed. I know that you will carry me whenever I'm sad and weary, and I know you're there to share the joy whenever I feel cheery. I look to you, O Lord, Most any time, both night and day, I know that you will listen when I kneel to you and pray. I know that you will guide me whenever I lose hope. And I know that you'll embrace my soul until I learn to cope. I look to you, O Lord, when I'm happy or in pain. I know that you are there with me through faith sunny days or rain. I know you are my guiding light, the joy inside my heart, and I love you, Lord, for all you do and for all the love that you impart. Amen. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched, and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday, and let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight for I can't walk alone. Amen. The 23rd Psalm. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul of mine enemies, thank you Lord, thou anointest my head with oil, and my cup runneth over, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever, amen. and psalm 1 blessed is the man whose delight is in the law of the lord to delight in god's truth means we take time to read daily the word of god and meditate on it and to rejoice when he speaks to us from the sacred page teaching us a new truth or giving us a new application of a familiar truth but the important thing is that we see God and hear his voice as we read his word it isn't enough merely to know the truth of God in a doctrinal way we must also know the God of truth in a personal way amen Let us be thankful in prayer. Colossians 4.2 says, Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. Prayer isn't just asking God for something we want. Prayer should also include confession of our sin and praise to God for who he is and what he has done for us. But prayer should have an additional element, and that is thanksgiving repeatedly the bible commands us to give thanks the psalmist said oh give thanks to the lord for he is good for his mercy endures forever jesus only distributed the bread he had miraculously provided for the crowds after he had given thanks at the last supper with his disciples before facing the horror of the cross, Jesus gave thanks. It's easy to be thankful when God blesses us with something good, a swift recovery from illness, an advancement at work. But the Bible says we should give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for us in Jesus Christ. Thankfulness draws away a sour and prideful spirit, make it a part of your prayers every day. Amen. The Spirit of Gratitude, Psalm 107. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. One day when Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem, 10 lepers approached him and pleaded for him to heal them. In an instant, they were restored to perfect health, but only one, when he saw that he was healed, came back praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. All the others left without a single word of thanks. They were preoccupied with themselves and gripped by a spirit of ingratitude. Such ingratitude and thankfulness are far too common in our world. Children forget to thank their parents for all they do. Children forget to thank everyone for all they do. So common courtesy has been scorned in society. People take for granted the way others help them. And above all, we fail to thank God for His blessings. Such an ungrateful heart is cold toward God and indifferent to His mercy and love. It is a heart that has forgotten how dependent we are on God for everything. Be like that one leper. Take time to give thanks and mean it. It brings glory to God, warmth to relationships, and a special awareness of God's love and grace towards you. Amen. I thank you, Lord, for my pillow on which I rest my head the thing some take for granted, a warm and comfy bed. I have a roof above me, a stomach full of food. I'm grateful, Lord, you chose me for all this grateful good. I have loved ones all around me and love each single day. How empty life would be were it all taken away. My Lord, you have provided all I see in my view. Please help me with the words I need to give my thanks to you. Amen. Be right back. Going to do something super special out of our Charles F. Stanley Bible of Principles. Stay right there. Be right back. This next section is eye-opening and amazing. Please pay close attention. Some real nuggets in this. If necessary, God will move heaven and earth to show us his will. God has a wide variety of ways to help us take notice. God knows precisely what it will take to get your attention. Stay tuned. God always wants what's best for us. And he is committed to showing us how to follow the specific plan that he has designed for each of our lives. He wants us to listen for his voice to hear what he wants us to do and how he wants us to do it. When we begin to wander from the course God has set for us, he will take all kinds of measures to capture our attention and protect us from harm. He has a wide variety of ways to help us take notice. And here are some among them. Number one, a restless spirit. Sometimes God gets our attention by making us restless. If you experience a restlessness deep within, something you cannot quite identify, then stop and pray. Lord, are you trying to say something to me? Each time God was about to move me into another position, I became very restless. Number two, a spoken word. God also gets our attention by using the words of others. God gave a message both to young Samuel and to the old priest Eli through this method. If several people in a short span of time begin telling you the same thing, then ask the Lord if he is trying to speak to you through them. Number three, an unusual blessing. God may bless us in an unusual way to gain our attention. Of course, if you are overly self-sufficient as a person, The Lord may use some other method to get your focus on him. But remember that no matter which method he uses, it expresses his love. Number four, unanswered prayer. Sometimes God will answer a prayer with no. Despite David's prayers for God to save his infant son's life, The child born through the king's adultery died. The Lord may remain silent to our prayers as a way of prompting us to examine ourselves. Number five, disappointment. When the nation of Israel refused God's instruction to take possession of the promised land, God judged the people for their unbelief. They quickly changed their mind and said they now desired to enter the land, but the Lord said it was too late. God got their attention through a tremendous sense of disappointment. In a similar way, the Lord may allow setbacks to keep us from charting our own course. Number 6. Extraordinary Circumstances Sometimes God will use unusual circumstances to get us to stop and listen. Moses saw a flaming bush that didn't burn up. As he approached to investigate, the Lord spoke to him from the fire. You and I must learn to look for the presence of God in every circumstance of life. He leaves his footprints and handiwork all around us, so pay attention. Number seven, defeat. God may use defeat to show us the truth. Following their stunning victory over Jericho, the Israelites approached a small town with overconfidence and neglected to do what the Lord had commanded. God got Joshua's attention by allowing the nation to suffer an embarrassing defeat. But even this can prove to be a great stepping stone to success when we pray, Lord, what are you saying? Help me to see where I have taken a wrong turn. Number eight, financial troubles. In the time of the judges, when everyone did what was right in his own eyes, the nation fell into idolatry and disobedience. God brought judgment through the Midianites who devastated the land. Only when he took away material things Belonging to them, did they cry out to him? God knew exactly what it would take to get their attention. When they did return to him, he delivered them from their oppressors and blessed them. Number nine God can get you to take notice through chat tragedy sickness, and affliction. We should regard our tragedies and afflictions as reasons to inquire of the Lord. What are you trying to say to me, Lord? When King Hezekiah became prideful, God used illness to alert him to the problem. Similarly, when Saul of Tarsus persecuted Christians, God struck him with blindness, a tactic that certainly got his attention. Pray for your enemies. Pray for them. God always knows exactly where you are in your journey of faith and precisely what it will take to get your attention. Please hear this, so stay alert. Notice if any of these divine methods are occurring or recurring in your life. If they are, ask Him what He wants to tell you. Then listen. Not simply to hear. Listen to obey. Amen. I prayed and prayed for this scripture today and it came exactly how I needed to get this word expressed to you. So again, rewind, go back, listen to it again if you have to, but just make sure you hear it and understand. Amen. Thank you for your attention. Stay with me. Be right back with more prayers. God's way day by day says in Matthew 5, 44, pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. Just remember God can heal the hurt. The Bible calls us to pray for the person who hurts us. Doing this draws our focus away from our hurt feelings and onto something positive and beneficial. We also are wise to ask the Lord to heal our hearts, showing us any lesson we might learn from the wounding we have experienced. We must ask the Lord to help us forgive the other person and then, knowing that we have done all the Lord has asked us and fully expecting heal, healing from Him, He will restore us and strengthen us. We must move forward with confidence and faith in His peace. So remember, pray for the person who hurts you. And I pray that nobody hurts you. Amen. Come back tomorrow. Let's pray again. We'll get these blessings started. Let's focus on helping others. This is the week of Thanksgiving in America. It's a big holiday coming. Let all of our actions reflect the time of the season be thankful give praise bye for now